0: Here in Acts chapter 26, uh, the Apostle Paul ministry is what we live in, the Apostle Paul ministry, all right? Now, in this ministry of the Apostle Paul, I want to say this about the Apostle Paul because a lot of time I go right into the word. I want to take a little time uh, at this time, a little time uh, to share some things in the word, okay? All right. Now, uh, in the Apostle Paul ministry... Uh, I want to, if I go back and read verse number 12, it's what I want to do. I want to go back and read verse 12 because you have to understand the setting. And then you got to understand as soon as God, uh, this chapter was over, it's just like all hell going to break loose in this man's life. We're going to go there in just a moment. But let, let, me, let me get you up to date on, on what my subject is going to be. Let's do Acts chapter 26, verse 12, while we're there. Verse 12, Paul, Paul is, is talking to King Agrippa now. Remember, he's in a place where he's really uh, for his life, because this man is in handcuff right now. I mean, he's in shackles. And they're getting ready to take him to prison. All right? Now, as a matter of fact, he's already in prison, but he's getting ready to go to Rome. All right? Now, in verse number 12, the Bible says, whereupon as I went to Damascus, he's he's testifying, he's preaching the gospel, testifying before King Agrippa. Remember, God already told him back in Acts, chapter number nine, you will go before kings. That's where he is right now. He has the witness to kings. Whereupon, Paul said, as I went to Damascus with authority. I'm going to come to this camera over here. As I went to Damascus with authority, and commissioned from the chief priests. Paul said, Midday, O king, I saw, a way, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me, and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking to me and saying in a Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he says, I am Jesus whom thou persecuted. But rise, stand upon thy feet, for I have appealed to thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of the things which thou hast seen, and of those things which is in the which I will appeal unto thee. Delivering you from the Gentiles, from the people who I'm now going to send you. He says, And this is your ministry. You gotta open your eyes. We talking about Gentiles. You gotta open their eyes, you gotta turn them from darkness to light you got to turn them from the power of Satan to God, you got that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Now, that is the Apostle Paul ministry. Now, what I want to do this morning, I want to go to uh, the next part in this teaching. Uh, if you're following us on, face, uh, on Facebook or you're following us on our podcast, if you notice, we taught last week on the blood of Christ. I want you to say that with me, the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. And the week before that, we taught on the gospel of Christ, Said yeah, the gospel of Christ. Gospel. So if you are following me, guess what you would have? You would have first the gospel of Christ. And then after that, you'll know why I preach the gospel of Christ, because people need what? The blood. the blood of Christ. Well, today we're going to go to the, another part of this message, and which is going to be uh, talking about the blood But we're going to take this to another level, all right, because we know where the life is. The life is in the blood. So I'm going to be talking about this morning, all capital letters, spiritual life. All capital letters. Now, I want to talk about the spirit of Christ, but I'm going to call it spiritual life. Because I want to show you by the word that what we are preaching on is real, and you're going to see the difference when people are telling you about how to be saved. And you're going to see the day that that's wrong. I'm not going to have to tell you that's wrong after the day. When you see, I already gave you the evidence why we preach the gospel of Christ. Then I showed you last week, is because the gospel of Christ Exalt the blood of Christ. You don't have the blood of Christ in all the other teachings. I gave you the gospel of the, let's just go to it. Let's go to Mark chapter 1. See, I gave you all the gospels. As a matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what I did yesterday in minister's meeting. And I think this will help you out a little bit. All right, because I thought that was very well the way we did that. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to come down, and you're going to have to uh, make sure you follow me a little bit on the screen. So if I could, if I could use uh, my wrestler this morning, uh, with, with with brother Adam, my wrestler right, right there, my all pro right there, right beside you. Come on up. I'm going to use the brother uh, uh, Jeremiah. All right, I, I want to use a couple of these brothers this morning. Alright? These are my young, my young bloods this morning. Alright. Alright. And I'm gonna use, I'm gonna use, uh, you, you're gonna, I'm gonna come right down that tree. And I'm also gonna use uh, Mr. Rodney Blakey out there. Come, come on up. Come on up, Rodney. I, I wanna show you something. If you sometimes you can demonstrate things and people will never forget it. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not gonna embarrass you guys. I want you to come down here on this end, okay? Now we're gonna do Rodney. Rodney's a but senior, we're gonna put him all down here. <laughs> he got a day off today, so I gotta mess with him. All right. We're gonna, we're gonna put Brother Rodner down here on the end. I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna embarrass nobody. Everybody's gonna face the the people out there. Okay? All right. Now we're gonna show you how how the ministry, how the ministry operate. Brother Yancey, you wanna come on work with me today? All right. We're gonna do that. I was going to put you on the spot, but I won't do you like that, brother. All right. Now, we're going to, you're, going to, you're going to come right there. All right. Now, this is what you've got to understand when you visualize, when you talk about the, where we are now. All right. I'm going to use the four Gospels, or the four messages that's being taught. And we're going to follow on the screen, because I'm only going to do one script at a time. All right. Now. We're going to start off uh, with the law and the prophets, all right? Now, let's go to Luke chapter 16, verse 16 on your screen, all right? We're going to show you, this, this man is going to represent Elijah, Elijah, all the law and all the prophets, all right? Then we're going to come to this man who's going to represent John the Baptist. Then after that, we're going to move to the next person. How many know who the next person is going to be coming? Jesus Christ himself, right? And then after Jesus Christ, we're going to have another man called Apostle Paul. That's who I'm talking about. All right? Now, let's show you how this played out. All right? So, Luke 16 and 60. I just need you to put it on the screen because I just want to go to it. Now, the Bible said the law and the prophets were to John. The law and the prophets. This is how God spoke to Israel. By the law and the prophet. This is the man. He represents all of the law and the prophet. This is how God spoke to Israel. Through the law and the prophets. All right. The law and the prophets were to John. Until this man came. But when this man came, we had to move to a new dispensation. That's why when he came, he told them to do what? Repent. Repent means change your mind the way you're thinking. You're not going to do that this way no more. We're getting ready to do things a different way. Because when this man come, you're going to repent be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. See, when this man come. But before then, we did, we did sacrifice and offerings. Wasn't no water baptism. When this man was here, you kill lamb, goat, sheep, turtle doves, pigeons. Now God said, okay, this way is over. That's the law and the prophet. But over here, everything God's going to say to Israel, he said it by the Lord and the prophet. But he getting ready to speak to Israel again a different way. So you're gonna send this man, John the Baptist. Now he wants everybody to be water baptized. And that's why we had uh, that's the Lord and the prophet. The Lord and the prophet to John. Until that time the kingdom of God is preached. So when John comes, he's gonna come preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and every man gonna possess into it. Now let's go back to Mark chapter one and let's see the name of the ministry where John started. What was the name of that ministry? The Gospel of St. Mark chapter 1. In verse 1, it's going to tell you the beginning. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The beginning, said the beginning of the gospel of who? Jesus, Jesus Christ. Now he's talking about when he say you the word Jesus Christ, you talk about in the flesh. He's the Son of God, but he's Jesus Christ in the flesh. So his ministry just started. John came to introduce him. Prepare you the way of the Lord. Make his path straight, remember? All right, but John's ministry is going to end. John's going to be killed, going to be beheaded. All right, so now John's ministry is over. You can have your seat, you can have your seat. The Lord and the prophet is over unto John. Now John is, is killed. His ministry is over. We only got another man whose ministry is going to last for three and a half years, and that's Jesus Christ himself. He's going to come preaching the gospel of the kingdom. That's the gospel of St. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, put on the screen. He's going to come preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And not only that, he's also going to give you something that I'm going to show you in a moment. And it's going to be called spiritual life. The gospel of St. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. This man's going to give you spiritual life. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogue and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases among the people. All right? But he came to give you something. In John chapter 10, put on the screen, let's see what he come to give us. John chapter 10, verse 10. He came to give everybody something. Everybody that was separated from God, he came to give you something. The thief come not, but they steel still killing the kill, straw. But I am come that you might have what? Life. And I want you to, if you don't mind about writing your Bible, you want to put down the spiritual life. I am come that you might have what? Life. What kind of life? Spiritual, life? spiritual life. I am come that you might have what? Spiritual. spiritual life. And that you might have it more abundantly. All right, now that's this man, Jesus Christ. But they're going to kill this man. He's going to give his life, spiritual life, but he's going to die. All right, now you can take your seats. Now we have moved to the next ministry. The next ministry we move to is the Apostle Paul. This is all we got left. The Jews' ministry is over. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. I said the Jews' ministry is over. Ministry is not to the Jews no more. See, God already had Peter, James, and John ministering to the church of God. So, only one somebody that he's ministering to right now, what's his name? The Apostle Paul. Who is his minister to? We're going to show you that on the screen. Now, you can be seated. I'm just, I want to show you this in print. So, you see, each one of these persons had a dispensation, but now you're in a dispensation of grace. That's, that's the man you got to listen for. Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 13, verse 11. Romans chapter 11, verse 13. I want to make sure I got that right here. I don't want to say it backwards. I think it's Romans 11, 13, but I want to make sure I said Yeah, Romans chapter 11, verse 13. So let's put that on the screen. Now watch what Paul says. I speak to you Gentiles. Romans chapter 11, verse 13. I speak to you Gentiles inasmuch as I am the apostle of the Gentiles. I magnify. Now, what people really want now. They don't want Paul. Or they want John the Baptist because John the Baptist taught you what? Water baptism. Repent, be baptized. That's John the Baptist. So people do not want the ministry of the Holy Spirit. See, Paul's ministry was given to him how? By the Holy Spirit. He has the revelation of Everything that the law and the prophets came to do, he got the revelation of it. He got the revelation of what John the Baptist came to do. He has the revelation of Jesus Christ. Everything God did through these other means, the law and the prophets, John the Baptist, and he's with Jesus, was to put you back in grace. This is the man on the apostle Paul, the apostle of the Gentiles, who preached to you the the gospel of Christ and, and make sure you have the blood of Christ. Now, let's show you why all of that is so important. Are you ready now? Come on, are you ready for this? I want to make sure that you understand that one verse of Scripture, my, I, I said it yesterday. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians because this is, this is one of the greatest things that you can mark in your Bible in 1 Thessalonians chapter number uh, 2 and verse 13. See, when most people hear the word of God, it does, it does not affect their lives. And let me show you why it does not affect their lives. First Thessalonians chapter 2 and in verse number 13. Let me show you why. Why the word of God does not affect people's lives. Because when they hear the word of God, they don't accept it as the word of God. They don't think it's God talking to them. See, God's not talking to you through the law no more. And the prophets. He talked to Israel through the law and the prophets. That was in Hebrew chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. He doesn't talk to you that way no more. He doesn't talk to you through John the Baptist. He talked to Israel. Then he talked to Israel through Jesus Christ. Romans 15 and 8 say he came to confirm the promises made to the Father. He never, Jesus Christ did never preached in churches, do not preach the ministry of the Apostle Paul. Wonder why. All right, now 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 13. Coming back to this camera right here. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse number 13. It says in verse 13, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard of us, Paul says, you receive it not as the word of men, but as it in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. So why the Word of God doesn't doesn't work in people, some people? First of all, they have to receive it as the Word of God. And when you receive it as the Word of God, you have to believe it as the Word of God, as God is speaking to you. All right? Now, I'm going to teach you today on spiritual life. And I'm going to show you when you see spiritual life, uh, you're going to understand. Let's go to John, John 14. I don't know if I told you anything else. John chapter 14. What is it? Yeah, okay. I did that when I was standing, so I'm already done with that one. I went on and did that when I was standing. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. All right, but let's go now to the gospel of John chapter 14. And you're going to see in the gospel of John chapter 14, Jesus gave us his purpose. People preach you a funeral, but they don't know what the place is. Now, if you really know the word, you know Jesus did not go to prepare a body for you. Because first of all, he came here because God gave him a body so he can offer it on the cross. So when he said place, that's what you want to the underline, the word place. John chapter 14, we're going to start reading. Uh, with verse 1, we're going to come back to this camera again here. John chapter 1, verse 14, verse 1. Watch what he says. He's he getting ready to leave. Come on, say, he's getting, he getting ready to leave earth. He's going back to heaven. Now he's going to tell him one of the reasons why he's going back. Verse number 1 said, let not your heart be troubled. He's talking to those 12 men he with him. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many Mansions. if it was not so, I would have told you. Now he's going to say this to them. I go to prepare a place for you. Now you know it can't be uh, something physical structure. And I'm going to show you what it is. When you see it, I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, watch what he says, I will come again. He's talking to them. He's not talking to you. I will come again and receive you to myself. Here's the key. That where I am. Now you need to underline that where I am because I go to prepare a place for you. Where? Where I am. There you may be also. So I'm going to prepare a place so you can come to be with me where I am. Is that all right? I come to prepare a place for you so you can come to be with me where I am. I said is that all right? Yeah. All right. Don't you hear the same thing? Well, what does he have to do? What kind of place that he has to prepare so his disciple can come to be with him where he is? How many know where he is? See, you got to know where he is first. All right, so let's just show you where he is. See, that's what, that's what I need from you. I've done this a thousand times. One day you're going to mark your Bible. Let's go to Verse 11. See, you got, if you don't know where he is, how you going where he is? You hear people jumping up and down the church, going to be with the Lord. Well, where the Lord at? you going to be with the Lord. See, in the Old Testament, those people could come to be with him. Guess what? New Covenant is not that way. he come to be with you. You know, you just want to stop and laugh. Church folk is waiting to go to be with Jesus. Some still waiting for the Lord to come get them. So they can go to be with Jesus. That's the Old Testament. In the New Testament, guess what he did? He came here to be with you. How many know where Christ is right now? Well, he came to be with you, so why would you want to leave him? Let's show you what he came to give you. All right? So he says in, in John chapter number... For he said, whether I go, you know, in the way I know. He just told him in verse 11, believe me that I'm in the Father. Where is he? He's in the Father. Believe me that I'm in the Father. That's what he says. I am in the Father, and the Father's in me. I'm in the Father, and the Father in me. Remember, he says in in John 14 and 3, that where I am, that where I am, there you may be also. Well, where am I? In the Father. So he wanted to go and prepare a place so they could be in the Father. Ain't that right? Let me come to the camera. I got to have a witness. So he came to be with them so they could come to be with him. Where did he go? He went back to the Father. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you to, I'm going to give you four verses that I want you to write down. Romans chapter 5, verse 2. Then I'm going to go to Ephesians 2.13. Then I'm going to go to Ephesians 2.18. Then I'm going to go to Ephesians 3.12. I'm going to show you what he went to the Father so you can be with him. That's why a person who don't have spiritual life can't be with him. Remember, I gave you four lives. I'm going to give them to you again in a few moments. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. We're going to run through them on the screen right quick. See, this is going to show you where he went. See, this is why the Apostle Paul told us where he's going. Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Paul told us what he's going to do. He's going to give us access. He's going away so we can have access to the Father. See, they didn't have access to the Father. That's why if you don't have, it, if you don't have spiritual life, all capital letters, if you don't have spiritual life, guess what? You don't have access to the Father. Hallelujah. See, It's an awesome thing to go to church all your life and never got saved. You don't have access to the Father. Your interest in church is not about the Word. You are not here for the Word. See, if you watch people if you, if, if you come to church, you'll never sit down and see them. You'll never see them sit down and get the word. Never. They didn't come for the word. They come to see who in church. They come to see the people. So when the word come on, they got something to do. But you watch a person who came for the word. They'll tell you in a minute, don't bother me right now. you go do something else right now. I got to get this word. See, that's what you got to understand. Do you want the word? Yeah. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 13. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who sometimes used to be, they will talk to Gentiles. Gentile. So we're going to back up to verse 11. Let's back back to verse eleven. In verse eleven, Paul is talking to Gentiles. He said, "Now you remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hand, at that time you were without Christ, you were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, you were strangers from the covenant of promise, you having no hope, and you were without God in the world. That's where you were." But now, I said, but now, but now now in Christ Jesus, you who sometime were far off, you couldn't even come near God, but God made a way. See, that's what the man that sang him did, made a way. See, that's what he's trying to tell you. So when you say he made a way, that's the way he made Because we didn't have a way to the Father. Before Jesus died on that cross, you didn't have a way to the Father. That's why they had to go through the blood of the lamb and the goats and the sheep and the turtle dove and the pigeons. They had to go in the mercy seat by the high priest once a year and they go in, go in where God was. Oh, but that's all changed. Once Jesus died on the cross and buried and raised again from the dead, he give you a shout. Come boldly. You don't have to worry about it. Just come on in and see the Father. This morning I had a chance to talk with him. Hallelujah. You can go talk to him anytime. Hallelujah. Don't have to have blood of bulls and goats and sheep and turtle doves and pigeons. By his own blood. Here we go. Verse 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who sometime will fall, you are made nigh by the blood of Christ you can come nigh to God you can come right into the Father anytime because of the blood of Christ Whoo! this is just good to me now let us look at Ephesians chapter 3 start verse 8 verse 8 through 12 Ephesians 3 see he told you he went to prepare a place this is the place he prepared see if you ask the people where I was from they told you that he went to the building we have another building. Huh? Ephesians chapter number... I just read Ephesians 2. Oh, I'm going to verse 18. That's right. Thank you. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 18 now. Are you there? For through him... Come on, read with me. For through him we both have access. See, I can go right to the Father right now. Why? I got access. See, what of my teaching may be called the door is still open. Look at somebody. <laughs> See, the name of this ministry is called door of faith. But you're not here to try to get a door open. I'm going to show you. He sat before us. If I had somebody just know the word. He sat before us an open door and nobody can shut it. You know why? Because he's the door. <laughs> oh my God, when you realize that When you go to get your test Take your test, get your next job You don't know about the door being closed there are no door closed There's no door closed in your life If you're in Christ, the door is always open God just keeps telling you to keep on coming See in the Old Testament They had the tabernacle in the wilderness And they couldn't walk in there The door was closed So God said, you know what I'm just going to make another door and this door I'm going to leave open. So whoever want to come and see me, just come on in. If you know what I said, you've been jumping and shouting. Let's, let's read Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 18. Through him, Ephesians 2, 18. Through him we both have access, watch this, by one spirit. That's why you got to have the Holy Spirit. By one spirit, that's a capital S Holy Spirit unto the Father. So that's what God did when he raised Jesus from the dead. When he sacrificed his son on the cross, he made a way. Made a way. Can you hear that song now? He made a way. That's what he did. He made a way to the Father. That's why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Really what he said with this. When you crucify me, the blood that I shed is going to open the door so all the people who want to come to the Father, you don't have to worry about no goats and blood or goats and sheep and doves and turtle doves and pigeons and cows. And, you don't have to worry about them, no. I'm going to make redemption available for everybody. Anybody who wants to, whosoever will, whosoever will, let him come boldly. That's why he tell you, you got to be a son. You got to be a son. My children never come to me and say, can I, a dad, uh, can, can I? do my children, right? All right, Ephesians chapter 3. Let me move on. Ephesians chapter 3, 8 through 12. Ephesians chapter 3. Unto me, Paul says, who am the least, the less of all the least of the saints is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles, watch this, the unsearchable riches of Christ. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. His job is to make you see. Open their eyes. Make you see what the fellowship of the mystery was from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. To the intent. This was his intention. The now the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church. So the church would know. The manifold wisdom of God, the many folds, like a lettuce, like a cabbage, just start unfolding. The manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose, which He purposed in Christ, Jesus our Lord, His eternal purpose, in whom, here it is, we have boldness. That's the faith. And we got access. See, we don't just have faith. Romans 5, 2, I didn't read that, but Romans 5, 2, you have faith. But the faith is to go with the boldness. When you got faith, you got the boldness. Let me say it again. If you got the faith, you got the boldness. See, boldness means I I know what I'm doing. I know what he says. I'm not doing some on speculation, imagination. I got the boldness. It's just like when I go to my car and I hit that button and say, I got the boldness. Huh? I get in there and ride all around town. Nobody can say nothing because I got the boldness. I got the faith. I got the boldness to operate it. I got the license. I got the keys. I got everything it takes. Somebody say amen. In whom we have boldness with access. We got boldness and access and then watch this, with confidence man god just pulled it in didn't it? he said we somebody said we have boldness yeah. we got access yeah. we got confidence yeah. by the faith of him see that's what the god's faith does god's faith give me the bonus god's faith gives me the access god's faith give me the cup com- oh, i'm just gonna go on by myself I, I just i can go on by myself i can go on by myself i got them all what do faith do give me all three so you need to mark in your bible now i'm i'm gonna preach myself happy god faith give me the boldness say god faith god's give me the bonus god faith give me the access god faith give me the confidence right see all that i got in i got in christ because i got god's faith i got faith in god his faith give me the boldness in god give me the confidence in god that all these things that i can do that's why paul said i can do all things through Christ with strength of the men. See, that's what you got to say. Look at Romans five two. Quickly, we, I know we didn't do it, but I'm gonna back up and do it. Romans chapter five verse two. See, that's what Romans five two says. Verse one. I'm gonna read verse one before you get in there to verse two. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Then he gonna say, by whom? to my Christ. Also, we have access. By faith. See, that's why I told you. That's the one I was going to read earlier. So I got access by faith. Faith gave me the boldness. Faith gave me the comfortness. So I got all of this so I can access the grace. Somebody say amen. amen. See, and now if you were living in those grace, living a grace life, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. That's what faith enables you to do, to live in a grace life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let's go to the last one. I gave you any more let, let's go back to let's go to Hebrews 7, 19 while we're there let's go to another one I'm not done with the one I was doing before I'm gonna go back up there the gospel of John right John 14 right I'm not I'm not done with that I'm gonna go back look at look at Hebrew chapter 7 let me give you a couple while I'm down here in case I don't get back to town Hebrew chapter number 7 See, this is is what you got to have here. You got to understand everything else is trying to keep you from one thing in this word. See, because if you can can get the word, you're going to be all right. Everything that comes up in your life, we don't want you to hear this word right here. Because if you had the word, you're going to be all right. So what you got to do is you got to, you, you got to do what to happen over here with these four guys. That's why I had them down here. You got to get over here to Paul. See, the enemy don't want you to hear Paul. Paul had the answer. Somebody say amen. amen. Paul had the grace. Amen. Paul had the favor for your life. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. That's why I love him today. One day I'm going to get a chance to meet the apostle Paul, I believe. Amen. And I want not let him know, you know what, I did it just like you said. I preached it just like you did. Somebody say amen. And it works amen. just like it worked for you. Somebody say grace works. Amen. All right. Now watch this. Hebrew chapter 7, verse 19. That's where we are. Come to, the, come to this camera. We're going to do Hebrew 7, 19, and then I'm going to go to Hebrew 9, 6. Man, we we on a road. Hebrew chapter 7, verse 19. I'm showing you, how you why God shall I go to prepare a place for you. He went to give you access. You can't come to the Father. See, that's what spiritual life does. And I'm going to show you the next service. There's four different life. But you will never get eternal life until you first get spiritual life. You can't come to the Father unless you got spiritual life. And you can't have it unless you believe the gospel that has the blood of christ in it because he took the blood of christ by the holy spirit and his faith to give you spiritual life Hebrews chapter 9 on 7 i'm sorry 7 verse 19 the law made nothing perfect so you remember we had the law up here he made nothing perfect but to bring in a better hope now the better hope is christ See, Christ gave, you read Hebrew chapter 6, everything is better. He made everything better. You got a better covenant? Everything is better. You got a better covenant. For the law made nothing perfect but bringing in a better hope. See, Christ is a better hope. By the which, come my Christ, we draw nigh to God. So what did, what did he do? He made sure through his blood we can come near to God. See, in the Old Testament, you could, Adam got put out the garden. Adam couldn't come near God. In the whole Old Testament, man could not approach God. Just think about it. The whole Old Testament, man could not come near God. God had one person in the Leviticus priesthood who could come near him. And if, when the the high priest sacrificed the lamb, see, it's an awesome thing. He shed the blood of the lamb. And then he took the blood and he went inside of the Holy of Holies, which is the third room. And he had to go in with the blood that he also killed the lamb and the goat, the bull, the turtle dove, and the pigeon. He had their blood. And he had to go in on the mercy seat. And he had to, between the cherubim, he had to sprinkle the blood seven times. Now he had around his ways a rope seven times. He had to sprinkle the blood before the altar and then he, it brought him to the altar. He couldn't come near the altar unless he sprinkled the blood on the floor before the altar. Then he had to sprinkle the blood there. Then he come close to the altar. Then he put the blood on the altar. And then he had to bag out. Couldn't turn around. He had, a wa- he had a rope around his waist. If God did not accept the blood, he couldn't get out alive. They had to bag him out. And if he died, they just kept pulling. He had a rope around his waist. They had to pull him out. But we don't have to come that way. Oh, I hope somebody hear me. You don't have to come that way. God said, come boldly. Come boldly to the throne, right up to the throne of grace. See, people are talking about going through a judgment seat. Mercy? No, we, you, God don't have no judgment seat for His children. It's a mercy. T.O. old covenant had a mercy seat. You have a throne of grace. Somebody say, "Amen." But that's for the. That's for the wicked. All right, let's move on. Now, let's go to Hebrew chapter 9. Are you enjoying the word? Yeah. In Hebrew chapter 9 and verse number 6. Now, this is the new covenant, Hebrew chapter 9. Remember, we are talking about spiritual life. Now, you've got to remember how we got spiritual life. First, we had the gospel of Christ. The second, we had the blood of Christ. Today we are really teaching on the spirit of Christ, but I'm going to show you the spiritual life. That's what I'm going to show you. And I'm going to show you what what the the spirit of life did for you. All happened because of the blood. Hebrews chapter 9, we're going to come to this camera. And verse 6. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priest Went always into the first tabernacle according to the service of God. So when he went into the first tabernacle, he did the service of God. In the first tabernacle, he had the bread, the showbread, on the right side, which has two stacks of loaves of six. Then he had, in the middle, he had the altar of prayer, of incense, that he had to put the incense on and put the fire from off the altar that he got from the outside because he had to put the in- incense on it so he could have a fresh aroma in there. And then on the left side, he had to light the golden candlesticks. That's in the second order, represent the church. See, he couldn't go back there but once a year, the third order. He couldn't go back there but once a year. And only the high priest could go back there, which was Aaron himself, who represented Jesus Christ. So when Jesus Christ died, this is what telling you what he did. You remember when he died and the woman was going to mess with him? Somebody find me that. After he rose from the dead, he told him, church me not. I'm going to show you because he had to go into the Holy of Holies in heaven. He couldn't, met, he couldn't touch anybody in this earth realm once he was raised from the dead. And he said again. Once he was raised from the dead, he could not touch anybody. He would be defiled. So somebody find me that will begin. All right, so I'm on this verse. Hebrew chapter 9, verse 6. And when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always in the first tabernacle to accomplish the service of God, but in the second went the high priest alone. Once every year, not with our blood, which he offered first for himself and for the error of the people. The Holy Ghost is signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made. The way into the holiness of all was not yet made manifest, while the first tabernacle was yet standing. How many know what the first tabernacle is? See, you didn't have but two buildings. God only built two buildings. If you ever write that down, God built two buildings, Adam and Christ. See, we're not talking about physical buildings like, like the silver dome and the palace, right? That's not what we're talking about. All right. So watch what he says in verse number 8. The Holy Ghost did signify that the way into the holiness of all was not yet made. It was not yet made manifest. While the first tabernacle was yet standing. Well, who was the first tabernacle? Adam. Right. You got it. All right. So when Jesus came, Jesus came as the son of Adam. And it said again, when Jesus came, Jesus came as the son of Adam. That's why in the earth he was the prophet first, then he was the high priest, and then he moved into both Lord and Christ. So you have to be able to see Jesus' ministry as fulfilling everything of the old covenant. I did a teaching on what Jesus fulfilled Christ became. I think that is the most popular message in the book. If you can ever see what Jesus fulfilled, everything the Son of Man fulfilled, every jot and every tittle of God's law, every scripture in the Old Covenant, Jesus fulfilled. He obeyed to the dot, the, la- the dot of the eye, everything God wanted him to do. He fulfilled it. The word "fulfill" means to finish it. It means to bring it to an end. See, he did it all. all, The Old Testament has been fulfilled, and yet people are waiting for the Lord to return, and Jesus told them that in John 14. How many know that's Old Testament? The New Testament didn't start until the book of Romans. See, that's what people don't know. They're still living out the Old Covenant. You better check your salvation. I'm telling you right now, because if you believe in one thing wrong, maybe you believe in something else wrong. All right, let me move on. We'll come right there, so make sure you're ready for me. All right, now watch what he says about the uh, verse 8 again. We're in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 8. The Holy Ghost did signify that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made. Remember when Jesus said, I am the way? Come on now, what did he say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father. So his whole ministry was to make sure we can get from here to the Father. In my Father's house of many mansions, if it was not sure, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. I'm going to prepare a place so you can be able to come. If I don't go to the cross, you can't come to the Father. And yet people are telling you you can be saved by water baptism. You wonder why I can't shut up. You can't get baptized in water and go to the Father. You can't enter in without the blood. You must have the blood of Christ over your soul before you can come to the Father. Now why am I doing this? Because when I get to finalize to show you that there's another life called eternal life. And if you don't have spiritual life by the blood, you can't enter into eternal life. The devil has to see people. And their churches are packed and full. And they think they can go to heaven just because they've been water baptized. Are you kidding me? God gave his son, and you, all you need to do is get water baptized. John the Baptist could have did that. Why did we kill Jesus? Just get water baptized by John and we just get it over with. Take me to the water. Take me to the water. That's all we had to do. That don't work. That's going to wash off your flesh only. And flesh and blood can't inherit the kingdom of God, so you're still in a mess. All right, here we go. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse number 9 says... Which was a figure, the first, test, the first tabernacle, the figure for the time then present in which we offered both gifts and sacrifices. Watch this. Could not make him that did the service perfect. Even the high priest could not be made perfect pertaining to the conscience. See, water baptism does not wash your conscience. I don't know why people are that dumb. I, I just can't see how folks will be that dumb. That's dumb. When I took a shower this morning, I washed my hair. I mean, I got on the whole thing. It didn't do nothing for my conscience. I wonder why the water, the hot water to help my conscience. You trying to wash the soul man off. The conscience is a soul man. How can you wash the soul man off with water? Man, how can people be so deceived? All right. And verse 9 was the figure of the time then present in which we offer both gifts and sacrifices that could not make him that did the service perfect as pertaining to the conscience, which stood only in communion, wait a minute, in meats and drinks, and divers, washings and baptisms. See, that's all that is. All that is is bread on the table and wine and baptism and colonel, call them carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. And don't realize reformation is already happened. Reformation is God put you back in grace. <laughs> oh my God. <clears throat> Which but Christ, somebody said but Christ. But Christ being a high priest of good things to come, by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands now, that is to say, not of this building, see? neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. He did the same thing that Aaron did. By his own blood, he entered in, watch this, once, into the holy place. Now, if we could only know what the holy place is. We sang it all, all off, you looking for the Lord. He's in the holy place. How many know what the holy place is? See, the key is people, people know he's, Christ is in the holy place, but they don't know they're the holy place. That's why Paul told us, Colossians 1.27, 27, we put it on the screen, just one verse. We're going to come right back here. See, he's in the holy place. I said Christ is in the holy place. So if you're not, Christ, if you're not the body of Christ, he's not in the holy, that holy place, that's not the holy place. If you don't have the holy spirit in you your soul is not the holy place he's only in the people who are born of the spirit everybody understand that their souls are called now the holy place now your soul is called the church see the church is not the brick and the mortar we couldn't have church without you that's why people stand at home because they think they're the church Stand at home and say, are we the church? If you know you the church, why are you not here? Sunday morning, the church gathers together. Keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. That's why the church come together. We are members of one another's body. Not physically, spiritually. That's why the church can't function. Because most church folk don't want to go to church. They don't realize they are the body of Christ. And they are members of the body. But I'm not going to sit down there. That, that's them. You better read John chapter 15. Because if you don't bring full fruit, he plucks you off. So if you're part of the body, you need to be with the body. Because everything's going to flow from one body. All right, now let's finish this here. Hallelujah. I'm coming. I'm coming next. Hebrew chapter nine, verse eleven. But Christ, being a high priest of good things to come, did I have some on the screen? I'm supposed reading. Colossians 1, 27. That's what they're supposed to be putting on the screen. Colossians chapter one, verse twenty-seven. Just one verse. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles? What is it? What is it Christ well? Jesus. Christ in you the hope of glory. Well, if Christ in you, you got to be the church. This is not the church, the, but thank God for this place, but this is not the church. You the church. You the body of Christ. That's why you got to get taught the word of God, stand up in what you believe, and then the Holy Spirit works it out in your favor. He worketh in them that believe. That's why you don't give no place. Give, give, neither give place to the devil. Otherwise, don't go by what he said. Stop listening to what he says. Hebrews chapter 9. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Hebrews 9 and 12. He entered in once into the holy place. Pastor, you think I can lose my salvation? He entered in once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us. So that's what he did. He entered into us once to it, because he had obtained eternal redemption for us. And verse number 13: if the blood of bulls and goats, in speaking of an heifer, sprinkling speaking unclean sanctify the purified of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, watch what he did when he came in our heart, watch what he did. He purged our conscience, our soul, from dead work. So we can serve the living God. Can we give him a praise offering in this house? Can we give the Lord a praise in this house? That's what He did. All right, now that's what we got. John chapter 20. John chapter 20. John chapter 20. John chapter 20, The Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, chapter twenty. All right, that's okay. We start out with verse eleven, John chapter twenty. Here we go. But Mary stood without the sepulchre weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. Now, how many know who was in the sepulchre? Who? Who was she looking for? Who? She looking for Jesus Jesus in the sepulchre. How many know Christ was it? All right. Seeing two angels in white sitting, the one on the head and the other the feet, well, the body of Jesus, what was it called? The body of Jesus, the body of Jesus had lain. That way he wasn't there no more. See, that's 1 Thessalonians, those that sleep in Jesus. Ain't that something? If you're in Christ, you can't be dead. And they say unto, unto the woman, Woman, why weepest thou? She said to him, Because you have taken away. I'm on this camera right here, right? Because you have taken away my Lord. And I know not whether they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back and she saw, who now, come on. She saw Jesus. They saw who? They saw, she saw Jesus. Standing And she knew not that it was Jesus. So you don't see Christ. They saw Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why weepest thou? Whom seekest thou? She supposed him to be the gardener, said to him, sir, if you have carried him away from here, tell me whether you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned herself and said to him, Rabona, which is to say, Master. Jesus said, touch me not. Here it is. Touch me not. I am not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brothers. Where did he go? He said, I go and prepare a place for you. Did you get it? He said, I'm going to the Father. You remember I never got back to John 14, 1 through 7. I'm going to the Father. Where am I going? I'm going to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, where am I? I'm in the Father. He had to go, touch me not. There it is. For I'm not yet a sinner to my Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I send to my Father and your Father and to my God. And yoga. So when he got down to the Book of Acts, that wasn't the first time that he went went back. When he rose from the dead, before he could meet them on the road to Galilee, he had to go and offer his blood before the Father. In verse eighteen, Mary Magdalene told the disciple, "They had seen the Lord, and that He had spoken these things unto her." Then, then that same evening—that's what I like about this Bible. The Bible said, "Then the same day at even." The same day and even beginning the first day of the week, when the doors were, no doors shut in new covenant, the doors were shut where the disciples were assembly of fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said to them, peace be unto you. Now he wasn't talking about y'all be okay. No, he's talking about I'm back. And when he had said, he showed him his hands and his side. They just, didn't decide with glad. They were glad when they had seen the Lord. Somebody get the Lord a big hand clap for his word. First Corinthians chapter number 15. Let's stand up and, and let's stand up as we get ready to leave this morning, sir. First Corinthians chapter 15. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also you have received and where you stand, by which also you are saved. If you keep in memory what I preach unto you. Unless you have believed in vain. I delivered on you, first of all, that which I also received, how Christ died for our sins according to the Scripture, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scripture. I want, I want to talk to somebody out there this morning. And uh, I, got a, I, got a, I got a paper this morning. I'm going to get a chance to read it at our next service because we had some people who were watching our television broadcast this morning. And uh, uh, I, I know I got my, my first cousin. Uh, Billy Shannon, Greenville, Mississippi. I, I just want, I want to personally say thank you so very much. Tracy Smith, Las Vegas Nevada. Mother Doris Russell, uh, Cibola, Texas, and Pastor Casey in Saginaw. And our, our Pontiac family, Albany Hills, Detroit family. We, we are so grateful. But if you have not made Christ Jesus your Lord, you believe three things. First of all, 1 Corinthians 15, you believe he died for my sins. Not just he died, but how did he die? He died on the cross to shed his blood. He died for your sins. He died for all our sins. And then he was buried. God buried and put away the old man. You don't have the word about the old man being put away forever? And then God raised Jesus from the dead and gave you eternal life. But you have to receive spiritual life first. See that's why jesus came when you get born of the spirit you receive spiritual life everybody that's born of the spirit is born have received spiritual life once you receive spiritual life you are not eligible for eternal life god gave you the holy spirit as a down payment to show you what eternal life is like once your soul is in christ you are in life but once your soul leaves the body you are in eternal life there's a life after the flesh called eternal life hey my time is already gone i thank you for yours and the door of faith is open unto you